and gentlemen, welcome to episode 175 of the Jig Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I am Tyler, and joining me are the same two guys from last week. We have the Jack of Hearts, aka Gables. What's up, buddy? Yeah, you know what? Not very much. <laughs> I've went through the week just uh, going through a new work routine, and then uh, today I started doing a bit of cleaning, and I've had to eliminate most of my stuff inside uh, my room today because of... Uh, Mold, so I oh. uh, that was a pleasant day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it wasn't happens. black mold, was it? No, it was industrial mold. Some it was it, it was, was Muslim mold, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, is that racist? Oh god, not that severe. But anyway, no. <laughs> no, but anyway, it was it was interesting. I've been doing good. How about you, Tyler? I'm doing alright man, a little tired, long week of work uh, I've been dealing with some uh, internet issues this past week Wait, uh, So much for your 150 megabits down Yeah, so we got a new internet uh, company and uh, things were going great for a couple weeks And then we got a new modem uh, for that internet And everything works great everywhere else except for my room Is the one area that does not seem to work very well The most important room in your house <laughs> Yeah, my room. The one the one I actually care about. Um, so, normally I, I, I record my laptop is set up on the far, far end of the room, which is the opposite end of the house from where the, where the modem is. Um, but today, uh, my internet hasn't working great. So, I am literally on the other end of my room, laying in bed, recording this podcast. I have the, the mic on my bed. My laptop is on the... Uh, I guess the little table next to my bed. Uh, I have uh, I have the show notes up on my phone with with using for my LTE uh, data to use, um, just so that way we don't have any. Uh, just, you know, try to use as little things as possible to interfere with the internet. Uh, but it seems like it's going okay. Uh, knock on wood. Um, but other than that, I am doing okay. Also joining us, if you didn't know us already, we have Jake. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? He's uh, back, bitches! Two weeks in a row, motherfuckers! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm tired. I've been working all week. Mm-hmm. And have court next week I'm not going to go into. <laughs> uh, Jake killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, yeah, move away from that. Yeah. Awkward. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on into a very smooth segue that you'll even notice I segue to. Extra Life is uh, one week away um, as of this recording. If we were actually uh, one week from now doing extra, it would be Extra Life, we would be about halfway through Extra Life. Um, yes. So uh, it's about. This moment. And we'd yeah. all be miserable. Um, miserable well, hits about yes, three in the morning and, for me. Yes and no. Uh, for me, it's at the moment I've hit play. Oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, I I feel like I'm getting older, and the fact that I don't like playing video games as much, which I hate <laughs> myself for saying on a video <laughs> game podcast. Uh, but, yeah, I love Extra Life, and, like, I'll play video games all day for some reason, but the moment I'm doing it for something other than to actually play and relax, 
I'm I'm miserable, but I do it because I love it. It's yeah. like it's weird. I get With that real quick. Um I, I joined yeah, hashtag for the kids. Um I'm doing and eventually a... about twelve hours later hashtag fuck the kids. Oh wow. I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> uh, no. No, uh, no I but I, I actually joined a like a, a online league in Madden this year for the first time in a long time. And it's not as like and like we what have to do like uh, we play we play two games a week and if you don't play your game by like we advance the weeks every Thursday and Sunday and if you don't play your game by then then they advance it and you take a loss. So kind of like even though like it's just kind of like not that I'm required to play like, two games of Madden a week. It takes the fun out of playing those two games uh, every two uh, every week for me. Yeah, so I get I get that sentiment. Um, but anyways, moving on. Extra life. Um, very important thing we've talked about it since the beginning of the show. Uh, big deal to all of us. Um, this is my fifth year. I think this is gonna be Jake's fourth or fifth. Or this might be your fifth year, right? Six, fifth or sixth? Sixth. Okay, and then yeah. Jack, this is your fourth year. Yep. Yeah. yeah so, um, very important to all of us. Uh, if you guys are interested in hearing more about it or want to know more about it, go to extra-life.org. Um, you can find out all about it. Basically, um, people will sign up, play video games for 25 straight hours, and uh, we raise money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals. You get to pick the hospital. Uh, you can pick any one. It doesn't have to be your local one. Uh, I think the majority of people pick their local ones. Uh, Jake's playing for one in Tennessee. I'm playing for one in Iowa City, and Jack is for uh, one in Seattle. Yep. So if you guys want to, you guys want to donate to us, we greatly appreciate it. Check us out. We have Jacob Morgan, uh, Tyler Courtney, and Gabe Bagno. So check that out. Or if you're interested, just uh, you want to sign up yourself, even better. Sign up. Tell your friends all about it. Um, just tell people. It's awesome. It's a cool charity. Uh, I look forward to it all year round. Uh, except for the day after Extra Life. That's the only time that we are. I do not look that's forward to That's called Sleep Day. Yeah, that, that's called uh, <laughs> Hangover, basically. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about more of that next week. Um, next week's show will be late, by the way, uh, because uh, I don't know when we're recording next weekend, um, but I will assure you that I won't have the show edited out anytime, probably on Sunday. Uh, it'd be a minor miracle if that show got out Sunday. Um but let's go ahead and move on into what we've been playing this past hey, week. Real, real oh, quick. go ahead, go ahead. Um, favorite slash worst extra life moment. PT. PT. Ah, <laughs> uh, PT for me was okay, but Gabe ruined it, and about an hour and into it, it got boring. <laughs> yeah. Also, also me trying to force myself through Resident Evil Six, uh, the Chris campaign. I mean, bad. that's just no fun. Period. Yeah. What was Gabe? <laughs> oh, well, let's see. Unlike you guys, one of my favorite parts was going through that whole PT thing and just listening <laughs> to you two scream like little girls. But, uh... How many cried once? Oh, let's see. I think one of my least favorite moments was, like, uh, going through last year and stuff. I'm playing through, like, a limbo by myself and stuff, and, like, Tyler's just, like, trying to keep himself awake, and you're just dead on the other end, Jake. <laughs> it's like... Almost literally. Uh, almost literally. <laughs> almost all he's missing is just sleeping, and all of a sudden the random fabbing in your sleep. But anyway... Oh, wow. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, that was my least favorite. Mine has to be... I want to say it was the year 
the original Black Ops came out. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we like to switch up games. Like, playing the same game over is kind of boring and can get exhausting quick. But that year, I played 24 hours of straight Black Ops. Damn. I think I prestige twice. (laughs) Yeah, it was... Intense. I would have 24 straight hours of Black Ops I would have been lucky to get to level 10 <laughs> probably oh by the end of it, it was like by the end of Black Ops lifespan if I didn't get all my stuff that I really wanted unlocked by level 20 I was a failure yeah and that's Ninja uh, Ghost and Slide of Hand Pro with the FAMAS with the Silencer Hmm. Nice. Good gun. Good gun. Um. But anyways, let's move on to what we've been playing. Um. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna start. Go uh, what? So go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you, I thought you called me a dickhead. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, that's true, and I don't really need to state it on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's about it's about argument. Um. <laughs> Anyways, um, I, I played a little bit more of Battlefield 1. Uh, I beat the first chapter. I liked a lot what I played of it. I think the, the tone of that, the EA um, did a great job of, no, not EA, DICE, did a great job of getting the tone, I think, of, of World War One down. Where uh, it's not, Definitely. it's not like, it's not necessarily a, I don't, it's not a fun game to play. I, I enjoy playing it, but it's not fun. It's just like they they it's it's depressing. They get the mood right. It's like Last of Us almost. I'm not, I don't want to say it's as good as Last of Us, but like Last of Us at no point is like a fun experience. It's just like it's but it's a, it's a really great experience. It's one of my favorite games of all times. Um, right. But Battlefield One kind of gets that that kind of matches that same tone where it's just like it's a depressing, miserable fucking place you're in. Uh, people are killing each other for really. Nobody knows why at this point in time. Um, so I, I played the first chapter. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, I, I ran it from Redbox where I was paying $3 a day. And I just don't have the time to uh, play the game and justify paying that much. So I had to take it back. I do want to continue playing it. Uh, if I could find it for cheap or you know, when I have to, like uh, some time off or something uh, here sometime soon, I might rent it again and just uh, plow through I, that, that I wonder, campaign. does uh, EA Access have... Uh, have Battlefield One on there? Uh, yeah, but you only have to play like the first. Uh, I think it's like basically the prologue and the first chapter. So if I, uh, if okay. I, so yeah, so it's shit you've already done. Yes. Uh, yeah. So um, I I liked when I played that, but I'm just saying I need to get back to. It. I also I've I've got a Titanfall Two sitting there. I uh, rented that. I'm gonna plan on playing through that. I haven't got a chance to start it yet. Uh, I plan on playing through that. Um, this weekend and throughout the week, so I'll talk about that next week. Um, but the big game I've been playing this week, I uh, finally started playing some Mafia 3. Um, uh, talk about last week. I want to go into it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I only got to play a couple hours last week. Uh, I, I had some mostly positive things to say about it. I, I put another, I don't know, probably 10, 12 hours of time into this game now. And this game 
it's one of the it's probably the most frustrating game to me this year uh even more so than no man's sky um where there's some there's some there's only a few things i really like about this game but i really 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 like these things but there's so many like minor things like i mean it's a long list of like little to little to big things that just make me not want to play this game anymore oh basically how me or i was with destiny like years one and through two yeah the only redeeming quality for that game was the gameplay for me yeah. Like, there was nothing, Everybody. literally nothing else but yeah. the gameplay. It's like, I kept questioning myself, why did I play this? It's... Yeah, I mean, well, for me, it's with, with Mafia 3, kind of going through the positives. Like, I talked about last week, the storytelling in this game is fantastic with the whole jumping back and forth in the time and time with, like, with the documentary stuff. Uh, and then also just, like, even actually, like, showing, like, they go from, like, 15 years in the future when they're like doing the court cases and like trying to like doing like uh, testimonies and stuff like that talking about uh lincoln clay the character you play as and like figuring out why he did the things he did and all that stuff and then a, a current day um a timeline where it's like 2016 and they're interviewing other people that uh, knew him in real life and going through and telling him the story of you know why he did the things he did and all that and then playing through it all that stuff is great the, the 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 soundtrack in this game the 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 licensed music is fantastic. They have Hendrick, Rolling Stones, uh, Elvis, uh, Johnny Cash, all the great music you want from 1968 and shit you want to listen to. It's in there. It's fucking oh, cool. awesome. Oh, so they went with the, that. They went full GTA in that route. Where... Yeah, I mean they they paid out the ass for some great licensed music, and that that I mean that's that's great to me. I I just like driving around and listening to. Uh, the radio and like there's only like four stations but i always find at least one really cool song on one of those stations um and i I think the uh set pieces actually are really cool like they like a lot of the games they build up to like there's a lot of smaller missions you do and they always build up to like the big mission at the end uh like when you're gonna take so like the um the map new uh new bordeaux is separated into five sections so i I completed the first section and like go to the big the big um mission you do to take over uh the hollows which is like the first section you take over and the first district you take over um you actually go through like an abandoned music park that's been like destroyed by like floods and hurricanes and stuff and you go through and it's just like a really cool like set pieces a lot of cool moments in there i like that a lot the problems with this game and it's a bit it's quite a bit i think um one there's no fast travel which sucks um so i'm constantly having to drive to one end, or not even one end of the map. Sometimes I'm just driving two, three minutes to one section. Talk to this guy for literally twenty seconds to go right back to where I just was. And oh, that I was like Skyrim to me, minus the fast travel. Yeah, and it's awful, and it's just it's oh. frustrating. Like once or twice, whatever. But I'm doing this almost every mission because after you complete a mission, you have to go talk to this guy, and he tells you the things you need to do. And then you go back to basically the general area you just were. Or even the exact location you just were, and do another mission there. Um, and some and the missions are very repetitive. Uh, I think where it's just like you're like take out you got like there's a couple sections you got to do. Like I talked about last week, where it's like you got to do enough damage and and uh, take away enough profits from this area to take out to, to bring the boss 
of like the prostitute ring. You bring him out, and he'll, he'll come out, and he, you kind of bring him out from underground, and you can take, you can kill him or whatever, and you take over that ring, and you bring that, take the money, and put it in your pocket, basically, um, and you just kind of do that same thing over and over again. And what's really annoying is like when you finally bring out that guy to come out and fight him, you actually go back to and replay an entire area you just did in the exact same section or warehouse or wherever the hell you were. So you're going through the same area multiple times and with minor differences in these missions. It's very much actually like a Destiny type of thing. Um, uh, that makes me uh, so sad now. You yeah. ruined my expectations for this game. Well, hopefully you might like it then because if, if I bring your expectations down. Uh, another one, there is no like real upgrade system. So there's, I mean, there's no point to collect, like collectibles are pointless. Uh, and I mean, that's traditional. Uh, yeah, but, but at least in Rockstar so, 2K style. Yeah, it's still just kind of in, in an open world game. It's like usually, I mean, there's there's normally a point to to collecting these things, and there's none. I mean, that's that's only really from what I played Assassin's Creed though. Or yeah, no, but Assassin's, I, not Assassin's Creed Saints Row. Saints Row, but Assassin's Creed, there's benefits to it. You can as well. You get better armor or better gear or whatever you can make with those, with those new those new items you find. Um, yeah. Another thing, when you go through like the missions or you're walking through the world or whatever, uh, they play like this generic like blues music all the time, and it's it's not bad, but it's like why can't I listen? You have this great soundtrack of licensed music you have. Why can't I listen to that instead? Why Do they am I listening? Have good blues music. It's it's just a generic blues uh, music playing over and over again. It's nothing like uh, spectacular. It's, it's not. It's, it's the same tone. Yeah, it's just it's not awful, uh, but it's just nothing like after you listen to after like six hours of listening to that same thing over and over again, it's just kind of annoying. Um, it's just like you have you paid all this money for licensed music. Let me use it. Um, use some BB King or some shit. Yeah, um, not it's you know not just when I'm driving around. Let me listen to it all the time. If you're gonna do that, um, yeah, it's just it's there's some great stuff there, but it, it's just it's a slog to get to the great stuff to me, and I it just makes me not want to play this game anymore. Um, and I don't know, it's it's tough because I I yeah, if I if there wasn't some of this awesome stuff, I would have quit playing after a couple hours, and I put 10, 12 hours just because I enjoy that that awesome stuff so much, but. I don't want to play two, three hours of a game to do 20, 30 minutes of cool stuff and to do two, three more hours of slogging through things to get to that stuff. It's just, it's not, at this point, it's not worth the time, I don't think. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think the, the positives outweigh the negative in this point. So, I, I don't know. I mean, and I, I don't know. It, maybe you'll like it, Jake, because you like the open world games more than I do. I, um, I, oh no, I don't really care for open world games. Um, yeah, minus Destiny. Destiny is like the only. I just mean even, like I'm, I'm, that's I'm, even like little closed. That's like open closed world. I'm talking more like a GTA kind of game. Like you, you enjoy like I don't um, even like. See, yeah, for me, G, most of the fun in GTA is getting to all one session in free mode, and just causing havoc, but. With a period piece like Mafia, doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have it. You might as well play it. Um, yeah, I'll be curious to see what you think of it. I hope you like it more than I do. Um, 
I'm curious what you, I mean. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm curious what you say about it. But that's that's pretty much what I've been playing this week. Um, Jake, you want to go ahead and just jump in what you've been playing? Sure, why not? Uh, I'm just gonna say fuck no, and I'm done for the show. <laughs> um, I played a little bit more Battlefield One. Uh, I finished. I think I said last week that I did part of that shitty escort. Escort the tank mission. Yep, chapter one. Yeah, chapter one. Uh, I don't know if it was chapter one or not because you can pick whatever campaign you want to go into. Well, it's labeled as one though. Yeah, it's it's a weird setup. Um, yeah. About once I got done with the shitty escort part, like I found myself actually enjoying that campaign more. Like, yeah, because, like, when I had to start sneaking to help your comrades, like, that's what I was into. It's like, don't, if you get alerted, shit's gonna hit the fan. And it's, it was like three against a whole platoon or some shit. Have you, did you get that far? Yeah, I, I, I beat the, the first, the whole chapter. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about, where you have to steal the spark plugs. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. Um, Climbing, like, the, uh, the windmills and stuff like that. Yeah, with the silent snipers and ridiculous weapon that, for some reason, makes a really loud noise, yet no one hears it. Well, they they should have put a flashlight at the end of it, it would have solved every every issue. (laughs) I I get all my gun skills and knowledge from uh, Walking Dead. You mean uh, put a, a tin can? Oh, I mean they probably do that too. I remember the the flashlight sticks out the most to me though. Right, we're gonna have to talk about that. But <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot more of the multiplayer. I still can't get adjusted to sniping in that game. I've resorted to just using a semi-automatic like M1 Grand top rifle. And being a medic, since no one actually heals... Like, a ton of people are medics, because the weapons are awesome. Yet, no one plays the medic class. So I was like, yeah, you know what, I'll, I'll just go get free points here. You're half health, have a med pack. Oh, you're dead? You just took a can of fire? Revive, blown up. You're like the Oprah Winfrey uh, Battlefield <laughs> 1 online play. You, you get, get a med pad. You, you get, get a med pad. <laughs> Everybody gets a revive, <laughs> and they're dead. But other than that, uh, picked up the what is it called Rise of Iron for Destiny, because uh, we were going supposedly we might play that for extra life. It'd probably be one of those games where we don't play it at all. Um, so I'm trying to get my character's light level aka armor level to the minimum for the Taken King or not damn it for the Rise of Iron DLC because you have to be like a, a minimum of 280 light which is essentially means you have to have good or you have to have that armor that averages out to 280 I think where we left off our armor was around 260 I'm not sure. And the clothing, 
Yeah, I I don't know. I just realized now I'm up to three ten, so but probably about to stop playing. Yeah, you should be good. You don't have to torture yourself anymore. Yeah, the just like I said, like a few minutes ago, Destiny's uh, multi or not multiplayer. I guess it is multiplayer. But the gameplay I enjoy for some reason, but even though it's yeah. repetitive, same old doing. Go here, kill this, kill this, kill this, go here, go back to the tower, and so on. Now, what are you going to say, Tyler? Oh, no, I, I just say I agree with you. I think the, the gameplay is fine. I've never had an issue with the gameplay. I just had an issue with pretty much everything else. Like you said, repetitiveness, yeah. all that stuff. Right. Um, I'm, I enjoyed the Taken King missions. Me too. Uh, so, I'm really looking forward to what um, Rise of Fire does because I started up the first cutscene for the game or for the DLC, and it's somewhat interesting. Like, and like, there's supposed to be like this plague. I'm not gonna go too far into it, but because it's like in the prelude or some shit, and there's this plague that corrupts pretty much everything. Doesn't matter if it's taken or taken, fallen. Vex or whatever, and it's intriguing to say the least. So, I'm a little interested in the little bit of story I get out of that. And the last game I've been playing, since I got my Xbox One Slim, I decided to jump back onto GTA Online, going back to that again. Uh, and I decided to play around with their motorcycle club online pack where you can be the president of your own MC. Basically means I'm playing Sons of Anarchy and GTA. And uh, drawback, the one drawback I find to that is you when you invite people to join your MC, it's... They don't stay in the the club for, like, they don't permanently join like they do if you joined a, a crew in GTA. Like, one of their, like, clan options. So, every session you join, you have to start up that, you have to start up being the president. Like, there's options where you have to do it. And uh, you have to invite people, see if they want to join before you can do any of the motorcycle club missions. Which kind of made me upset because that, that had huge, like, I would have played, I would have enjoyed it a lot more if, uh, alright, I made this guy my sergeant arms, I made this guy my VP. I don't have to do anything else. Like I can recruit prospects and other members and whatnot. That's that's cool. But having to do it every time I log into GTA Online is just it's ridiculous. Yeah, that'd be annoying. Uh, yeah, it's and one of those things where another great feature that you throw in that you put in your game and you immediately just blow it up. That's basically what you can say about GTA Online in general. Like, great world, uh, good cars, lots of explosions, 
literally. And up until X-Life where I can pick up Xenoverse and or Xenoverse 2 and Pokemon later in November. That's all I've really been playing. Okay. Alrighty then. Well, uh, Gables, Jack, what have you been playing, buddy? Yes. He's been playing Sleep Simulator 4000. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not really too far off, really. But uh, I've played like a little bit of games off and on. I've... Honestly, I haven't really started anything new, considering I'm trying to focus more upon that towards Extra Life. But I've ended up playing a little bit of pick-me-up games for, like, Rocket League. Just trying to iron out some few things. But, uh... Oh, man. Other than that, though, I haven't I haven't really been playing anything at all, pretty much. Because it's just, like I said before, just trying to get myself planned out for Extra Life nice and right. So... I think my overall plan for that is, like, I'm going to be playing... Hopefully, I'm going to be having my Xbox One S pretty soon. So, I may try to just uh, try to see if I can just try to play the duration of stuff on my PS4 when I when that does happen and stuff. It's just... I think I just have, like, one or two more things to figure out, and that's about it. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> Sorry, guys, but this is pretty much what I've been playing since I've been, like... Working and all the other shit this week. Yeah, I understand, old man. It's all good. I get it though. You want to, you know, it suck going to extra life, not really having anything really to look forward to. So, as mm. far as gameplay goes, you gotta save some shit. I get it. Um, well then, uh, a couple topics this week. Um, I think one big one, kind of carry on from what we talked about last week. Uh, Nintendo has announced that uh, they're gonna be doing a presentation, basically gonna reveal everything. It sounds like price. Release date, specs, all get, probably some games um, in January, on January 12th to be uh, exact for uh, United States. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, price, uh, release date, all that stuff sounds like it's going to be announced there. Uh, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about January 12th? Is that too late, too soon? Just right if we're looking at Goldilocks uh, theory here. When's the console supposed to come out? Like March and April? It's supposed to, uh, they said March. Yeah, okay, so March. Um, I'd say that's for for Nintendo. I'd say that's their best their best time frame to do it. Because you're what, like less than a month from Christmas and the holiday season, so you don't really want to take away any of the stuff that's already out and it's like, hey, don't don't look at this new shiny thing that comes out in three month three or four months. Look at some of this old stuff that's just gonna get dropped in price even more once the console comes out. Yeah. Well, I, see, I see that. Um but consumer I'd say no, it's the same. It's probably a good time because there's not really much. I would have liked it to be around now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, three weeks ago. That way I can, yeah, three, basically a year ago. Be nice. When they first mentioned uh, the next. Yes. <laughs> um, I would have liked to know the price now so I can adjust accordingly because adults have to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. But I'm 
intrigued. Like I want to know. I'm, I'm thinking the price is going to be three fifty at launch. Yeah, at launch. I I I I'm like I mentioned last week. I think it's between three or four. Uh, I think Gabe had the same uh, number. What about you, Gabe? What do you think about January twelfth? I think it's kind of random that they go ahead and just do the first part of January just to announce everything. But uh, I kind of feel that's sort of a little bit too late to try to really advertise <laughs> the heck out of their system. I mean, it would have made sense just to go towards even even when they did their little three minute trailer thing. That should have been the blowout thing because quintessentially what they're doing is they're giving themselves like a few months give or take just to go and advertise the hell out of the switch which to be perfectly honest that's really not that that's really not that much time to go and advertise your newest product seven to ten weeks when, is what you're looking at yeah you're looking at about seven to ten weeks right i mean obviously the last console that released that had that that even had a shorter type of announcement leading up to its release obviously was the Sega Saturn and we all know how like the Sega Saturn did for its own like respective thing but was that like one day that's in, it was like a one day announcement or something it was it was unveiled the it, day it, I, of E3 and released yeah, the same it was, day uh, it was like you can buy this console right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the difference between that, the Sega Saturn and the Switch, is obviously the developers have had a lot more time with the system in order to develop games for it, other than just a surprise stealth launch to try to compete with uh, yeah, releasing is, consoles like the PlayStation. This is but, definitely far from a stealth launch. Like We've known about this console for what, two, years. two and a half years now. Yeah, We've known about it through just basic rumors that we've been uh, going towards. I mean, yeah. We've known it back since, like, 2014, obviously. Yeah, but. so this doesn't seem like a huge thing, because they've already shown off the console-ish. Yeah. Haven't they? Yeah, they've already they've yeah, got so the, we've is, seen it. We, just, we don't know the games and yeah, the price. Yeah, this, yeah this, I, this seems like it's just going to be, like, a 30-minute press conference. Yeah, probably direct, maybe. Oh, no, it's in Japan, so it yeah. sounds. My, I think it's a live... Uh, Press conference. Live show. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I can see this being like an hour, two hour thing where it's like, here's some of the functionalities you can do. Here's mo- here's it showing switching between mobile and console. Here's, here's the list of 12 games that are coming out for it day one. Yeah. The thing is, they have to advertise very hard, even when it comes to their January announcement date. Because, obviously, they got to set in turn, like what we've been saying, the price, pretty much the games that are coming out of launch, what in the, what else the system does, since they haven't even unveiled the full system other than its core concepts. So, gosh, this is really, it, really... Three, three months sounds like a small period but before advertising it's actually quite a bit of time and it's well yeah i agree with that it's like with all the constant gamestop advertisements that you see and the stuff nintendo does and with all the directs that's plenty of time for advertising for them yeah and the way i look at it too is announcing it now trying to compete with all the big stuff coming out like this is the biggest time of year when it comes to advertisements for entertainment 
for as far as movies, uh, cell phones, video games, TV, everything, and plus with the holidays coming up, you know, uh, you're trying to compete with that market, and people aren't going to really care about something that's not going to be out after Christmas. So I, you're, they're, with the March release, they put themselves in a kind of a tight corner where it's like it, talking about it now and advertising for it now is almost pointless just because no one cares. It's coming out before, uh, coming out after Christmas. You, so you have to wait till sometime early January. Probably the earliest they can do it is about, about when they're doing it, January 12th. Uh, maybe a week earlier, but at this point it doesn't mean too much. And, and you know, the entertainment world is pretty much dead in January and February. Uh, so th- yeah, there's a... Um... Well, yeah. There's like four or five games that always comes out in that first quarter, but other than that, that's yeah. I mean, there's nothing. And else. a console is mean a new console is ten times more uh, important uh, as far as advertisement new, goes than a than any video game. Except maybe Call of right, Duty. A new a new console in the first quarter, not a fall release. Yeah. So like they're avoiding. The 2017 Fall Rush, which is a huge bonus for them, and uh, they're in, they're unleashing the console with a bunch of new games in a dead dr- in a drought. So yeah, I'm... that's smart right there. But yeah. so it's they're they're going to be doing well if the console works. I think this is probably the best they can do. Um, with the, with if this coming out in March, this is probably the the best option they have is January. Um, so, I mean, we'll probably, we'll probably hear a little bit more, I'm sure, coming out. I, I guess Nintendo's only thing is hold on uh, to whatever you got for the next 10 weeks or so until it gets unveiled. Hopefully nothing else gets leaked um, about it. So, um, which with Nintendo lately, doesn't seem that seems like a, uh, a tall task. Um, yep. Next up, uh, kind of a cool thing. Uh, speaking of March release dates, um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5, uh, the remakes from the PS2 games that are remade for the PS3. Yay! Yeah, so oh, God. Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 were remade for PS3, um, called 1.5 and 2.5. Those are now, those PS2 remakes that are remade for PS3 are now being remade for PS4 and are coming out in March. Uh, for the... that, as much as my excitement is, that pisses me <laughs> off. Those games could have easily have been launched co- like right next to each other yeah, for the PS4. Yeah. Hell, uh, 2.5 came out last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it came out like a year ago. And uh, freaking 1.5 came out a year, the year before that. Mm. The PS4 was already out. Yeah. I know. Fuck you, PlayStation. <laughs> Fuck you, Square Enix. It's more Square Enix than PlayStation, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure some PlayStation has... Or Kingdom Hearts was one of its flagship franchises for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would actually argue it still is, because Dream Drop Distance is okay. The other three, the other DS, DS games, meh. And the PSP and PS Vita games, it's are good, somewhat good. Yeah, uh, I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. I mentioned a while back, um, probably, I one of the last times we got some information or video or whatever. Probably, I think it was earlier this year, maybe late last year, about my interest in Kingdom Hearts three has definitely waned over the last 
14 years since we got the last one? Maybe, well, my, 12 years? My interest in <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 has been dead for 10 years. Yeah, and it's just like when they... I was happy it was fun. when it first got announced that they were making Kingdom Hearts 3. I was happy. And then it's just kind of like... like I don't even fucking remember what happened in 1 and 2. I don't know if I really care. I don't even know if I like that type of game. If I even like that game. It might be nostalgia at this point. Um, I'm happy it's coming out. This does kind of renew some interest in it. I'll, I'll admit that. Uh... I mean, if this is like a for sure like a pickup for me, I don't know. Maybe uh, I was I was watching uh, some streamers play Kingdom Hearts on or one point five and two point five. Yeah, the game looked amazing. Like for PS3, the games looked amazing. Um, but they look so tedious. Like back then, we had the time to do all that shit. Yeah. Now, it's like I don't want to. I don't give a fuck about saving Ariel and Little Mermaid World. No outside stuff. No thanks. <laughs> give me a like. I don't want to beat Anthem fucking seventeen times. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. What about you, Gables? You know what? It couldn't have hit at quite the worst time for the release. Date. Yeah. True. Be for God's sakes, it's like, we are not even... Here's the thing, I am not even going to care about these re-releases of Kingdom Hearts, even though I like the series. I like the aspect of being able to play them on the PS4 finally after fucking the past couple of years, but it's going to be focused mostly on the Switch and not like two $40 games I could have easily but, gotten on the PS3. <laughs> yeah, but the people who are buying Kingdom Hearts, or they probably will, the people who are really interested in those games probably aren't going to get the Switch. Um, yeah, I'm the same, probably, but these are also HD re-releases of HD re-releases. Yeah, it's the Resident Evil 1 effect. Yeah, so this is going to have a very minute impact. Like, if it might be like a itch to Nintendo. It's like, it's not even... Oh, well, and like like I said earlier, the, a new console coming out is ten times more important than any video game. So, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I like 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 Gabe said that was I was thinking the same thing. It's just like, man, if they would have said like May or summer next summer or May, I'm like, okay. I could have used it in December. You know, that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, even that. Isn't there supposed to be? A- or like January. Two, two point two point eight was supposed to come out in December. That's going on. Now I'm thinking if they're just going to bundle them all together. Uh, I think that's coming on January two point eight. I think it's like January twenty seventh yeah, like, or something. Yeah, I'm seriously thinking it's like you know what? Wait till March for the game because it's probably going to be bundled all together in a sixty dollars. Yeah, or you can get them like, uh, or maybe even like you know like eighty bucks or something. You get them both. Who knows? All fifty eight fucking Kingdom Hearts games. Just get the two that matter. Yeah. Um, I mean, each one or both of those games come with like three games on them, and those three games are huge. Yeah, true that. True that. Not really, not that great, but they're yeah. three big. Yeah, the, there's a there's a lot of uh, there's there's a lot there. It's just quality isn't very good. Quantity, okay. Quality, not so much. Um. I'd say two two of the three games on those games are good. There you go. I played them. I only played one and two, so uh, 
The card game was terrible. Oh yeah, no. I, okay, Chain of Memories. I did play that game. Was I played that in Game Boy Advance? No, the see on Game Boy Advance, I thought was okay. It was pretty good. When it came to PS2 and the PS3, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> yeah, no. I, I was wondering what the fuck Square Enix was doing. Um, Why am I playing this? Yeah. It's it's not very good. Google YouTube chain of memories cutscenes. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on though, uh, another game uh, coming out apparently in 2017. Apparently, um, yeah, because there's only two months left of the year. Yeah, uh, so I don't remember if you guys remember this game at all, but Cuphead uh, looks like the old like 1930s uh, Mickey Mouse type cartoon game. Uh, was announced originally at the uh, Xbox One uh, announce uh, reveal in spring 2013. Um, is being delayed to 2017 with no. They're not even saying early Q- 2017 Q1 Q2. Just 2017. Um, this game was a. Uh, I, I raved about it when, when I first saw it, and I've raved about it probably a couple other times since then. Um, it uh, it was it's basically come find out it's actually gonna be a boss rush a boss rush type of game where you just just fighting you know like bosses basically and uh, there's no in between stuff and uh, I guess there was some previews that came out I think late 2015 early 2016 and their previews didn't, didn't previews very well so it sounds like they went back to the drawing board with the game and they are now trying to add it to like a fully fleshed game uh, to add you know actual like you know, regular enemies, not just bosses, and try to make it a fully fleshed RPG like game. Um, but yeah, I, I find much like Kingdom Hearts three I've talked about, like the, the it's almost like it's almost like the, the division effect where like when I first heard about this game, I was all excited about it. But like the more details came out about, it, the more I found out about, it, the longer I waited, uh, and the more things happened in my life, video game wise, entertainment wise, the less I just thought about, it, the less I cared. And that's kind of where I'm at with Cuphead. Um, I don't know if you, I'm curious. Do you guys remember this game? Like, will you guys, if you do, were you ever interested in this game at all? Oh, I was yeah. interested in playing the game, but it's just the it's just keep on getting delayed and after delayed and stuff like that. My interest is starting to wane on it yeah. as a whole. Like right Kingdom now. Hearts three, yeah, yeah. Like you said. yeah. <laughs> At least I'm not waiting ten years and stuff to play it. Yeah, very true. <laughs> I, well, Kingdom Hearts yeah, three might be a couple say, years out still. So, yeah. That game probably won't be released until 2019. 18th at the very late 18th at the earliest. If we're lucky. Go 2020. PS5 release okay, game. It's On the PS5. Launch game. <laughs> Delayed. Yeah, it's it's the it's the last raw of the PS5. Uh, man, they really promoted that game for the PS4. Like, at the early showings for the PS4. Yeah. Kim Hearts 3 tech demo. Yep. It was at the E3 2013. It was announced. Yep. Uh, But Cuphead, I'm not that interested. Never really was. Okay. Alright. Sorry, don't have more. That's alright. That's why I went back to... I get it. That's why I went back to Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I understand. (laughs) Uh, I was just, yeah, I was just kind of curious because I, I remember I just saw it a few weeks ago and I was just like, oh yeah, Cuphead. That was, that was a thing. And I was just kind of curious if maybe I was in the same boat with that. And apparently I am. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what? I 
think that might actually wrap it up this week. Not a lot of news this week. Uh, just kind of been playing a lot of games. A lot of games coming out. Not a lot, not a lot, not a lot of things happening in the news. Um, which is I'm fine with. I'd rather have games to play and no games play um, than have a bunch of news to talk about. Um, so, works out for us. Don't forget, guys, Extra Life is uh, next week. Extra-life.org. Yep. Um, it's only a week away. Under a week, actually. What? Actually, under a week, or have passed. Depending on when you listen to this, yes. Uh, when this comes out, it'll be, uh, it should come out Sunday afternoonish, evening-ish. Uh, you'll have about six days to prepare for it. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. So check it out, extra-life.org. Um, but, Gables, do you have a retro game of the week for us? I do, and this is going to be something that was relevant for the release of the Super Nintendo. And it is F-Zero. <laughs> F-Zero was a launch game for the Super Nintendo back all the way back in 1991. It was a fantastic racing game, and it just it implemented a lot of elements from the Super Nintendo, like to a T and stuff. I mean, yeah, games like Super Mario World had their like uh, various like quirks to them. Pilot Wings was a great game, but the thing about F Zero is it took full advantage of all the little aspects of what made the Super Nintendo special at launch. You had the Mode Seven aspects where the screens just sprawling. You see the all the terrain in the backgrounds and stuff. It made you feel like you were playing a two D sprite on a three D like parallax sort of world, where you have little room for error. You took control of one of four vehicles, one of them being the Blue Falcon, obviously controlled by Captain Falcon. But you has also had three other races, like racer cars and stuff like that, that uh, had different abilities, had different pilots and stuff. And it sort of made it a bit more, like, uh, yeah, it gave you some options, I'm just trying to say. But, uh, like, one of the vehicles would be super fast and stuff. The other one could take more hits. And I think the other one was, like, really... Uh, like really balanced all around or whatsoever i'm not sure but the thing about f-zero is it was separated inside three difficulties one being beginner two being normal and i think there was an expert class you had to go through these different types of cups and stuff in order to try to uh see if you can come in first and all the different types of tournaments but I have to say, some of the best parts of f-zero is you're just listening to the blaring music and you're just going through all the various like creative courses from Mute City to oh man, like like Sand Ocean and stuff like that. There were some great, and I mean some great like uh, courses that were orchestrated and stuff. But one of the difficult things about F Zero was trying to master a lot of the controls because most of the time it's you battling against sort of rubber banding AI and stuff to where no matter how far away you are from like the racers or like, even if you're in last place and you're trying to get all the way back, you're not really you're not really going to be afraid of being lapped by a racer or something like that. But, uh, yeah, other than that, though, it's like F-Zero is a great-looking game. It's greatly playable. You can get it almost, almost everywhere, to be perfectly honest. You can get it on the 3DS eShop. You can get it on the Wii U, the Wii if you still have that. You could track down the cart on the Super Nintendo, which is still fairly cheap <laughs> in retro collecting sense, but it is definitely a fantastic game I would recommend for people who are scouting out uh, retro pickups and stuff. Yeah, definitely give F-Zero a try. It's a great racer. 
<laughs> so that's my retro game of the week. All right. Well, very cool, man. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the uh, wrap-up of the show. If you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. Uh, it is Gen Gaming Podcast on both of those. So join and like us on there. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Gen Gaming Pod. So follow us on there. On YouTube, we're at Generation Gaming. So subscribe and like our videos. We really appreciate that. And then also on Twitch, we're um, Gen Gaming Pod, uh, Gen Gaming Podcast on there. So uh, like us, follow us, follow us on there. Um, so I'll be doing yes. some streaming on there. I think a good chunk most of the time, probably during Extra Life. Uh, so if you want some of that, um, I'll be on there checking that stuff out. Probably. You can watch me uh, be bad at video games for 25 straight hours. Um, and when he's not streaming over there, I'm streaming at twitch.tv slash h2obbydragon and twitch.tv slash pmsclan. And of course for me, when it comes to the PlayStation 4 with your next life, I'm going to try to stream what I can if I'm not on something retro. So for my PlayStation Network tag, it's HaxBlue, H-A-X-B-L-U-E. Feel free to give me a message too if you really want to, but uh, don't be a jerk. That's my pretty much uh, the thing I would recommend people the most. Don't be a dick. Because you know what? It's it's just... only we're allowed to be dicks to each other. Oh yeah, of course that's a given. But uh, when it comes to like often like people coming in and stuff like that and just leave like random like. Uh, crap like messages like oh you should Wait. kill yourself or blah 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 yeah you can go to <laughs> so, make sure to ask for his just... credit card info yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god that never gets old nope. but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah thank you guys uh so much for listening don't forget extra life uh extra dash life.org check that out uh thank you guys again so much for listening i was your host i was tyler i've been jake and i have been the jack of hearts GG. Don't steal my outro, you motherfucker. <laughs> Yay! Alan. Bye. Bye, guys.